Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. I won't be before y'all long tonight, but I am thinking about preferenced priorities. I think that'll be the type, preference priorities. And what I mean by that is besides our priorities, like we have to pay our bills, we have to do this job to, you know, all of the things that we know are responsibilities. Outside of that, or maybe even within that, what are the things that you individually want to prioritize? And I use the word want very specifically, and that's why I named this preferenced priorities. And I ask that because I've been asking myself lately, Whitley, what do you want to do? <laughs> and it's so weird because when I ask myself that, it almost gives me anxiety and I just come to a pause because I think for me, I've always operated so much from a space that I have to, I got to, and I should. And I say that because a lot of the times, like a lot of my decisions come from achieving. So I'm very good at working out of a strong masculine energy and when I use masculine that's not a bad thing I just don't want that to be my dominant energy anymore so I know how to achieve how to be calculated how to be strategic how to plan for the future all of those are very masculine energies which we need we need a balance but I need balance <laughs> you know I need I need that you know that subtle that fun and allowing every things to flow to come back into my experience. And so I'm realizing I have to be intentional about operating from that energy because I know being strategic, planning, achieving, being direct, being focused, like I know that energy so well. And when I say so well, like that's almost, I wouldn't even say almost, that is my go-to. That is my go-to energy. And not that this is a good or a bad thing, but if you are listening to this channel, I have a feminine arts page and we, you know, the, the purpose of us doing all of this work is to be self-aware and to really get into the flow of our own energy. And if you are a natural born woman, because that is, you know, the audience I'm catering to. Um, or however you want to identify, I'm speaking to women who want to operate in their feminine energy because that's what we were born to flow in most dominantly. It doesn't mean we all carry masculine energy, but we weren't meant to be like worker bees. We weren't meant to slave ourselves and be so tired and then have all these illnesses or fibroids and things like that from stress at eight late 20s and 30s and early 40s which in the black community you know that those type of diseases have been rampant because from middle school to high school we've been working we push ourselves to always work 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 and spread ourselves so thin and so for me <laughs> I know that energy very well. I grew up with a mother who works, 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 work, work, 
you know, very rarely just, you know, allowed or asked for help. So I know that, well, I've always been somebody who achieved what's the next thing? What's the next thing? How are we going to get there? I've always been in that energy. And so now, not that I don't want to achieve because, of course, I do. But I just want to approach my success from a more flowy, feminine place. And what that means in a practical sense is that I don't want to feel like I'm having to go and go get it. And that I'm always having to be super strategic about this move or that move. I want to have fun in the process. <laughs> I want to enjoy what I'm doing. I want to enjoy the unfolding of my success. I want to be able to trust myself that everything that I want is coming to me. I don't want to chase my dreams. I want to attract my dreams. I want to put in the work diligently and intentionally, but I don't want to feel like I'm working hard or grinding. I don't even want to use those words <laughs> because even the essence of hard work or grinding, you know, doesn't the imagery of that is not feminine to me. It's not soft to me. It's not leisurely. It's not it's not a word to me that attracts that that allows things to flow downstream to me. And so that's the energy I want to operate out of. So I thought of this title, Preferenced Priorities, because I've been having opportunities flow my way, you know, and some of them I've taken on before, but I've been taking more time to say, hey, okay, can I get back to you on this next week or, you know, at the end of this weekend or on Monday morning when I have time to think about some things? And so right now, I've been considering um, this extra after school program with my district that I did last year for pre-K. And so the director, she emailed me early last week and I put it off and I emailed her back like on Thursday. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Can I get back to you Monday morning? I need to think about this over the weekend. So I've been practicing that, not just saying yes. And I was like, man, I haven't thought about that this weekend. And today... I just allowed myself to kind of entertain it. Well, really right before, you know, I started moving around so I can get settled for bed. And I felt myself going into this place of planning. Like, okay, if I do that, then that means, you know, in a year from now, I should be able to do this or I'll be able to have this information if I do. That. And I was just like, stop. Stop. Stop, Whitley. Stop. Do you want to do it this semester, this school year? And when I asked myself that, I paused for a moment. That question gave me some anxiety. And I went back to being in my head like, well, if I do this, then on Fridays I can do this. Or maybe I can set up a flyer. And I was like, stop. <laughs> And I told y'all, if you set up a camera, you probably think, you know, I believe I'll be in one of those white rooms by myself. But I just told myself, stop. Do you want to do this 
this semester? Like, do you want to? What is your most dominant? If I just ask you, do you want to? Yes or yes or no. What are you leaning towards? And I told myself, I was like, I'm leaning towards no. (laughs) And even as I say it now, like my heart is kind of beating fast because not that I feel like I'm missing out if I say, like if I end up telling her no, but because again, I'm so used to operating from this place of being very calculated when it comes to like extra opportunities, like not just taking them on only like rarely do I, I do something just because I want to do it when it's outside of like the things I'm responsible for. Like I will pick it because yes, I can do it because I'm competent in it because, but I, I choose because I am competent. I also know that it'll challenge me it'll stretch me it'll strengthen me like all of these again masculine very goal oriented ideals you know and I'm thinking about well in a year this will probably help me be able to do this and I'll be able to plan this if I take this on like my mind goes there and to me when I operate out of from that place it takes the fun out of it for me And also another thing is it makes me over, over extend myself because I'm not really listening to my body of like, do you want to? Because usually you'll be surprised of just asking a simple question of, do you want to go? Do you want to eat this? Do you want to be touched? Do you want to talk? Like if you really ask yourself, what do you want to do? Your body, like instinctually, like you'll have a real answer. And you're probably a lot like me, probably not in the same areas of work, but even with with your friends, you may operate a lot out of shoulds or responsibility, or you feel like you're supposed to, or you feel like if you don't, you know, you're not a good friend or a good sister or a good brother or a good daughter or you're you're a bad person if you don't feel like it. A lot of us, especially as women, because we're pleasers and because we don't want to disappoint and we sometimes want to be perfect, like we make decisions out of this place of responsibility and that we should, even if we don't think about it like that. So inviting a new way of do you want to and not having any other explanation for it like do you want to yes or no and if the answer is no then it's no like no I don't really feel like it I don't really want to do that and it's not going to be life or death if I don't and even if it is you know that's that person's problem you know but I've been asking myself, you know, what do you prefer to do? Or if you do do this, what 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 structure does it have to be in in order for it to work for you? Because I'm also not saying like if you know, like, for instance, if you know that you're building a brand or building a business and say there's certain educational 
criteria you need to meet in order to have the credibility to do what you're doing, you know, in a year, two years or whatnot. I'm not saying like throw those opportunities away or not be strategic because some, in, in a way we do have to be strategic about those things. But again, it comes with balance. Like I've been telling myself, Willie, God ain't going to make you burn out on your way to the finish line because God wants you to get to the finish line. You even have to take your own advice from the last episode of letting chips fall where they may that you're running a marathon, not a sprint. And so even if you were to take a season off from doing this, giving everything that's on your plate, the world's not going to end. Because what else is on your plate that's really much more of a priority? And if you're doing this for the extra money it's going to give, do you not believe God will send other opportunities that's aligned with what you're already doing? Do you not think you'll still be able to sustain or you know, do what you have to do? Or won't you pray for that? Won't you ask for, okay, I can't take this on. So how can I supplement this with whatever I'm already doing? And sometimes it's just a matter of us owning what we prefer in alignment with our priorities that gives us freedom to really enjoy the process of our becoming and for me that's becoming more and more important because I actually do do a job that I love (laughs) like I I love what I do like I love the even mere thought that the jobs that I have because I have two technically like both of them are dealing with dance like I'm not doing anything that I don't love to do but sometimes I feel like I, I get drained from them because I approach them from this place of a very like, I got to do this. If I don't do this, it's not going to work out. Or I try to have all the answers when it's like Whitley in this part of your your expertise, you really are a beginner. Like your first year of working full time with middle school, you've never done that before. And last year was your first year and it was very, it looks very different than it does this year. Now, this year feels like a, a new year. <laughs> this year feels like the first year because last year you had what, like max five, ten students, a class for one class. You know, most of your students was online. You having to give like different online work. Y'all was dancing here and there like last year was very different. A lot of the class codes and stuff, you didn't even have to enforce. You had to spend a whole week this week going over just class expectations and rules and class flow. You now you now have to even incorporate dressing out and dressing in and exit tickets, all of those things you didn't have to worry about last year. <laughs> so, you know, I, I have to even remind myself like Whitley Again, allow yourself to be a beginner. Don't pressure yourself to figure things out that's just unknown. And then even now with my district specifically because of all of the the rises across the country of 
these cases, this, this virus cases, now our school is going back to like some, we can't let guests into our school outside of the students and the teachers. And it's like, I plan for guest artists. So it's, it's things I'm, I'm having to readjust or like have communicate with parents, with my cheer and dance team, where there's still so much unknown and I stress myself out and procrastinate getting certain things done because of that unknown instead of just saying like yesterday I finally made my calendar and I'm like well you just go ahead and tell them hey y'all this is what's going on in the district y'all got to be flexible they talking about postponing field trips until the spring well our basketball season happens in November so I'm not even 100 percent sure they're gonna have a basketball season and y'all didn't pay for these uniforms so now I'm you know, in my head, trying to figure out how can I get the best use out of all these uniforms and stuff I didn't had y'all buy, you know, and I'm not telling the parents that these are things that I stress myself out about instead of just communicating them like, hey, this is where we are. So y'all have to stay flexible just like I am. But it's like I pressure myself because I'm so used to that figuring it out, problem solve strategic think so far in the future plan you know all of these things that put me so far ahead to where I put so much pressure on myself in the present moment that's not necessary because the present moment got enough pressure already (laughs) it got enough pressure on its own already but the way I'm talking about this is y'all literally where my brain goes and if that's exhausting you imagine being in my body (laughs) imagine being in my body so now I have a level of awareness that this is where my mind can go this is how forward thinking I can be and a part of that a part of that has gotten me the success and gotten me the results and put me in rooms that you know, I don't regret. But at the same time, as I reflect on all of those accomplishments, I think either way, I would have gotten those same accolades. If I'm honest, like I and I don't say that to like put myself on a pedestal, I say that in a real way, because I know where my talents lie. I understand what I'm naturally curious about and some things that I stressed about or that I put extra pressure on, I would have produced that anyway in a more easeful state if I would have allowed myself to do it. Like some of the opportunities that I got that I didn't, I couldn't have planned. They came from somebody else introducing me to it, whether it be a mentor. So I was stressing myself out looking at all of these other opportunities and wasted, you know, hours, you know, at the library or pressuring myself when my mentor in the 11th hour would say, hey, you need to apply for this. And then I get it because they got a connection and they trust just how I've shown up at, you know, school. They like the conversation that we had on the elevator, things like that where I spent days stressing about something else or trying to find another opportunity. So I say that to say not to, I use myself just as an example. You can probably identify those moments in your own life 
where you stressed out about one thing or about a job or about a position or about a relationship. And then the thing that ended up working out came when you stopped looking. It came when you stopped being so obsessed with trying to find the answer. It came from something that you couldn't have even thought about on your own. Like it wasn't nothing you went to go search for or went to go put all your mind and your energy to. And that's so weird how the universe works in that way. But I believe that when we're given that vision to go do something or go do more or apply for a certain position or try out for a team or want to get in a new social circle or want to get in a new relationship, like our spirit is aware that we want that evolution before we're even consciously aware. But then after we're consciously aware, that's sometimes where we're getting away because our conscious mind only has information that we've already experienced. And so our conscious mind is going to try to get us there in a way that it knows, but our mind only knows things we've already experienced from the past. So if we're trying to get somewhere new, how can our mind help us get there? It can't. It can only, you know, we can only be led by our spirit because our spirit doesn't work on what it knows from the past. It's always in the present and it understands what's to come. So it's going to reroute us to the best direction possible. And sometimes we'll be so heavily in resistance to this new direction because we think we know best. Like we think we know the best way to get there, the best way to figure it out, the best way to get this connection, the best way to make this type of money, the best way, like even with this new opportunity, I'm trying to think in my head, this gotta be the way that I can get this type of experience when it's just like, man, when I ask myself, do I want to? I'm like, no, like given what is really on my plate, like I can already feel that being a burden because I did it all last year. Like, and even if it's just one day, like I can feel that being something that I regret doing. And even biblically, it says, lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding because our understanding, our, our conscious understanding, the things that we can think and comprehend are based on everything we've already experienced. That's in the past. And if God is doing a new thing, your mind can't perceive what's new yet. Like it doesn't have the information. It doesn't have the context. You want to you, you know what a real man is, but in the past you've dealt with grown boys. So you don't know what a real man look like in real time and real flesh. So when he come along and start treating you right, you're going to have to trust your spirit to be able to discern this man. You ain't never worked a job where like they they giving you autonomy, they trusting you, they giving you so much le- leadership when you first get on like you ain't never experienced that. So you're going to have to let your spirit lead you and be able to produce in that position. You never tried out for a team like this. You've never been in this position, so you have to rely and let go of what you think you know to be able to operate in this new level. 
And trust you me, I'm talking to myself with this message because like I told y'all at the beginning, I am so used to, I got to know everything. I plan, I'm strategic, my mind is focused. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm choosing this, I'm choosing, like, I'm so like in 2032 already. (laughs) And I don't want to be because I'm realizing that 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 zaps my energy. I think it plays, it takes a toll on my creativity. It It holds me back in a way because when I'm so set on doing it the way that I think it should go and I'm trying to be so strategic about that, I don't leave room for the divine to show me another way that may be quicker, that may be better, that may be smoother for me to get there because I'm so tightly holding to to the path that I think will get me there the best. And then when I do take that path, here I am meeting all this resistance. Um, You know, I'm stressed out. I'm tired. And I'm like, dang. And I just, and that's, and, and when I do that, then I'm looking at God like I'm carrying this belief that I have to struggle in order for my blessing to be valid. And to me, that's not a feminine approach and that's no longer how I want to operate because I don't believe we have to struggle in order to receive a blessing that's worth talking about, that's worth living in. I don't believe in that. There are a lot of people who believe that you have to struggle or get cheated on or, or, or you know, go through a whole lot with your partner in order for your love to be real. I don't believe that anymore. Because I believe God is peace. God is clarity. God is always in flow and in motion. So if this relationship is stagnant, I got to ask him where it's going. If he always, you know, sneaking in and sneaking and snagging like and, and I'm always trying to wonder where it's at. It's like, well, God is clarity. God is not the author of confusion. So I can't believe both. So when I started getting in alignment, which I'm very committed to in this season, I'm asking God, like, help me see those beliefs that are holding me back. And this is one huge area that I can't plan everything. As long as I allow myself to operate out of this energy, like I got to be in full control. I got to know what's going on. I have to pick the path that I know has always gotten me where I've gotten me. And like I said, it's produced the results that I'm living now. But also I went through a lot of hardship. I went through a lot of heartache from high school to now to accomplish what I've accomplished. I don't know how many times I've burnt out, had breakdowns, friendships have fallen through the cracks, like relationships not work out because the energy I operate out of. And moving forward, like, I don't want to operate from that anymore. Or even things I used to love, now I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's all work. It's like militaristic. I don't like that. I don't like that because I was put on this path because I loved it. 
because I want to have fun with it. I want to be light with it. I want, you know, the way I want to approach it. I want people to enjoy it like I enjoyed it before I knew that I wanted to make it a full career. And that's still possible for me in any space. But I have to allow that energy. So you may be thinking, you know, in this conversation ain't for everybody. But when you know it's for you, you know it's for you. God is calling you to another energy to let go of what you know and get into your body, get into what your preferences are. Because the myth is, and this is especially with people who was raised in religion, who, who was also taught that you have to struggle in order to get blessed. And just one day at the end of the road or when you die, you'll be rewarded in heaven. No, it says do unto onto earth as it is in heaven that means we're able to get a double portion now <laughs> like it's like we take one part of the word and then we we forget the rest it's like no you has to have a, 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 that abundance now you supposed to get that anchor in the mule now <laughs> all that belongs to you now But what it takes is for you to be able to lean into your body because God cares about what we want too. That's why I call this preference priorities because after those things that we got to do because they're our responsibility, God cares about what you want. Because if God didn't care what you want, there wouldn't be a vision for you to want more or to pursue more or to be in a different position. So God cares about what you want out of life. <laughs> God cares about how you feel. God cares about the direction that you're going. God cares about your peace. God cares about your prosperity. It doesn't mean that your happiness is always anybody, God, another person's responsibility. That's on you. But that path in order to lead a fulfilling life, like the universe got you. But sometimes we can be so in resistance to just getting on that path because we need to be in control or we're used to doing things one way. So we hold on to this grip tight and sometimes don't even notice that we're doing it. But if you ask yourself how outside of like, I don't want to say the petty wants because I don't think wants are petty, but outside of those things, like I'm just going to take a break today. I just want to walk like those real wants, even when it comes to your work. When is the last time you ask yourself, do I want to do this job or am I taking it on? Because if I don't take it on, these bills not going to be paid. And then you get it. Did you give yourself a chance to say, God, I'm in a season of my life where I believe that you can give me a position that's in alignment with what I love or that's going to give me experience in the direction of what I feel like you put on my heart. I don't believe I have to take any job. I think I said that on one of these podcasts, I prayed that prayer when I was leaving uh, undergrad. I sat at the table with my friend. I said, I'm not taking another job that don't have anything to do with dance. I don't care if it's in dance administration. I don't care if it's in a dance classroom, sub and dance. And I have not to this day. And when did I graduate in 2016? And the reason it made me say that is because 
I had fun jobs the two years prior because I was like a parent orientation leader. I was a mentor. So I love my job. But what made me say that is because I always believe like God gave me this passion in the dance space for a reason. And I and I came from the struggle mindset. I came from the lack mindset. I came from you know, having enough to get by in our household. I came from, don't ask me for nothing. I came, you know, I came from that. And so I know that it would have been easy for me to always take positions because I was in survival mode. So I never wanted to feel like I ended up getting detoured from my purpose because now I took on a job and and got stuck there because this job is paying my bills, but it's also not leading me in the direction of my dreams. And how many people do you know who've been working at a job they felt like they was going to be at for a year or two years, but like the money may be good enough, but they hate it. And they, 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 they scared to take off or to transition to do a new thing because letting go of it would mean that they would have to trust for a season, they might have to trust. They, they may have to jump first before that net appears. And so I was like, I don't even want to put myself in that position. <laughs> I just want to keep on following. I know that dance is a vehicle God has given me. I'm not saying it's the full purpose because I used to have, I used to think dance was just the purpose. But to me, now I understand dance is the vehicle. One of the vehicles God has given me to fulfill and to realize and to express my purpose. So I prayed that prayer back in 2016. God, I'm not taking no job that ain't got nothing to do in the dance space. If it don't feel right, you got to make it happen. And sometimes I still had those urges to go get a part-time or this, that. And I'd be like, God, if you look, <laughs> Look, I want to make some extra cash, but I'm not going to the mall because I feel like that. Not that I think the mall is beneath me, but anything that I'm doing ain't got nothing to do with that. Now, if I was in the fashion industry and then I went to go get a part time at Nordstrom's to see how they run a business, to see how they run this, like, OK, then I would think it was worth my time. But if I'm going to go get it because I'm afraid I won't. I need to make up the difference so I'll be able to pay off some debt and make some extra money and I go do that. God may make let me go do that, but then I'm exhausted and then I'm I'm mad because this job, by the, by the time I get the hours I get, it ain't doing nothing but paying for my gas money. And I'm looking at God and God looking at me like, I didn't tell you to go get that job. You made it hard on yourself because you didn't want to trust. You didn't want to trust. You want to trust your way. You want to trust the way that you thought it had to be done. You didn't, I didn't, I didn't co-sign that. I'm going to let you do it because maybe that'll make you come back and evaluate. (laughs) And so now I'm in that space of, I've, I've done a lot of things my way. I've achieved success a lot my way. And I'm in the energy now, like God renew renew my joy for what I do. Like naturally, I always get on here and say, I love what I do because I do. Like when I'm with the students and I just let go like that, that's everything. 
<laughs> like I, when I'm making videos, like I, I, I love what I do, but there are some days that I approach it and I'll be so anxious and so tight. And that's when I know I'm getting back in that energy of trying to have control, trying to do certain stuff a certain way. And I'm at a space now to where I'm aware of when that's happening. I'm like, okay, God, this is what I need. This is what I'm asking for. This is, this is what I see. This is what you're giving me. I don't know the way. This territory is new, so you're going to have to be the lamp unto my feet, the light unto my path. Just show me the next right step. Like that's literally become my daily affirmation. Show me the next right step. That's all I'm asking. Help me to be okay with just being right here in today and not thinking 50 years from now or even a week from now. Now, it doesn't mean don't plan anything at all. Like I got a, I got a calendar. I got a broad plan, but help me to let go of those things that I cannot control. Help me to let go of needing to know every single aspect and just trust that the intention is set and I'm going to get to that final destination. God dropped something so powerful on me and it was really yesterday I was in the shower and um, it was just this analogy of if you've ever been driving to the store, like you knew you need to go to the store, it's this very specific store, it's um I'll, I'll say Target, like where I live, there's probably like, I go to the same Target all the time, but in my area, there are probably like three Targets based on my GPS when I do use it um, that are kind of like in the same vicinity. Some are a little bit further, but you know, they're not that far as far as where I live, but I go to the same Target and Sometimes where I live, like they have like they're doing a lot of road work over here. And just imagine you're driving to the store, you know, you know, you want to go to Target, you know, the Target that you want to go to. And you're not aware of those other targets that are in the area because you've always gone to this one Target. That's you go the same route, you you it gets you the same distance you know where you want to park, but then today you start driving, go on your regular Sundays, you're trying to go grocery shopping, get some things to start your week, and the road is blocked off, and it's like a 30-minute detour. Well, there are signs telling you which way to detour. There's also your phone, whether you use Waze or Google Maps or whatnot, that may recalculate a different road, but you decide, I'm just going to turn here down this street. I ain't never been down in this neighborhood, but I'm just going to go. And, you know, you're, if you, anything like me, and if you keep your GPS on, if you don't know the area that well, it'll start rerouting you. And so it takes you on this different route. And as you're driving down the street, you see a target you ain't never seen before. <laughs> And you decide to go to that Target or you decide to keep driving because you like the neighborhood and you like, well, I still want to go to the Target. I always go to because sometimes this, you know, certain Targets, they all carry the same things. But sometimes they out of this and I already pre-checked that this Target got exactly what I need in stock. (laughs) So you still committed to going to the same Target, which is fine. But now you know that there's another Target in the neighborhood. 
and it's actually closer. And you actually like taking this scenic route even to the usual target that you always go to. But the point is, when you were in traffic and now you see that this road is closed, you could have made a different decision. You could have stayed there at that roadblock, got mad, sat there for 30 minutes trying to go the same way that you've always gone, even though the road is closed. Or you could have been so distraught that you like, I'm just going to go home because now this road closed. Like, how am I going to get to the store and act like there was no other way? Or you could have did what you did where you gave in and you accepted the fact that the road was closed that you always take to this final destination. And you decide, OK, I'm going to go down this detour. I don't really know. I've never really been down this street, but I'm going to go. And it still got you to your destination. It was a detour. It wasn't what you were used to. It was an unknown pathway, but you took it anyway and it recalculated you. And it was actually an even faster and smoother route that you had no idea about because you always took the other route to that same store. And you even found a hidden treasure on your way, which is a new target. <laughs> and to me, that was the perfect illustration with how God works in our lives. We already know the destination that we want to get to. God knows the def destination. And we don't know when we'll finally reach that ending destination or maybe many destinations, you know, pit stops on the way to the final destination. Like those mini goals that we have from month to month or year to year. And sometimes when we hit those roadblocks, those are our those are our signals that we're we're holding on so tight to how we think we should achieve this success, how we think we should get into this relationship, how we think, you know, this friendship is going to work out or how we're going to meet new people or how we're going to meet this man. We try to make it happen our way. We try to, you know, single handedly manufacture it and manipulate it in our own hands and then we're mad because we're not getting the results to where we just want to turn around and go home because the road seems like it keeps on being closed but it's not until we look and see that there's a street right here there's another pass that say hey you can come this way come this way and we give in to that unknown pathway that will be led to our destination. And we may have even more fun on the way. We may find even more joy and peace on the way. We may find out new things about ourselves or our talent or our abilities or this person on the way. When we allow things to happen in a way that we couldn't have manufactured on our own. And so that's what I want to leave you with today. Again, this conversation isn't for everybody, but whatever came to your mind today in this conversation, sit with that. And don't be like me. Don't feel like you got to do something quickly with the information, but just know your preferences matter. And there are priorities that come natural to how your life is aligned but don't be afraid to, if you're being prompted to let some things go, 
to let a mindset go, to let go of a way that you've always done things or that you've always thought about something and you know what that something is, you know what that mindset is, or you feeling stuck or you feeling blocked creatively, or you feel like every relationship that you pursue is not working. You got to ask yourself, am I really waiting on God or do I always try to manufacture this on my own? And then try to call it divine timing. Do I always try to get these opportunities and manufacture on my own and then try to say it was a God sent? Because I know I've done that. But it's not until we let go and say, hey, I don't, this is what I want. And I believe that you put this on my heart for me to have. I want this type of man. And. I keep on trying to make it happen on my own. But when I did, when I do that, like it's not working out, I keep getting the same type of thing. Give me the patience to, to do it your way. Give me the patience to just be divinely positioned. And, and he, he finds me. Give me the patience to, you know, trust that the ideal position or the opportunity to create more Income will come. Help If there is any step that I need to take, help me to know it very clearly. If there's something I need to apply for, help it pop up on my desk. Help it get in my email. Help somebody come and talk about it. Talk to me about it. But show me the way. But I'm not going to move until, until I get a clear signal. Because when I try to do it, it's not working out. And I feel myself getting frustrated. I keep getting the same results. Or I get what I think I want. And I'm stressed out or I feel like I'm struggling. or I feel like I'm working super hard and I don't want to be working super hard. (laughs) I want to work smarter, not harder. I want to work diligently and persistently, but I don't, I don't believe I necessarily have to burn myself out in order to be blessed. I don't believe that God. And as you believe, so it be unto you. So I love y'all so much. Um, just be encouraged that your preferences within your priorities matter. Start letting yourself do, ask yourself, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Do I want to be in this relationship? Do I want this? Start, start considering what you want because your body, your spirit is going to let you know. Now, it don't mean you be like, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> you don't go to work. Like, but even if you feel that way, you need to ask yourself, am I walking in my purpose? Did I take this job on because I feel like there was this was the only job that God could give me because of my credentials, you know, that'll pay my bills. You got to ask yourself why you don't believe that you could have a, a job that's in alignment to build the skills that you really want. It may not be your ideal position yet, but at least it's in alignment with what you want. I remember when I was subbing, when I when I was subbing, when I first got to uh, came back to Dallas. I told myself, even while I was subbing, I said, I'm only going to be subbing dance classes in this district in art. And that's exactly what I did. I subbed for two years and that's exactly what I did. 
when dance classes, well, I was subbing a lot of dance in uh, the district that I currently work at. And then I went to another district. I went to Arlington ISD the second year. And I was actually a, a sub attendance clerk the entire year. And that was so fun. And the reason I picked that instead of like doing assignments because it was a long term assignment. And so every single day I knew I was going to be at the front desk and that gave me such an experience and what the ladies who work at the front of the school experience. I loved it. <laughs> I loved going in there every day. And then the school was so dope. It was an elementary school. Um, and the first day I actually subbed in that school, I actually went there to go sub like a kindergarten class and I love kindergarten students, but I, I know like working with them all day, like in their regular class, that wasn't for me. And I said, I'm not about to do this. So, you know, God cares about what you want too. I could have easily said to myself, well, Willie, you just better be happy. You have a assignment or a job. And it's like, no, I'm not about to constantly punish myself. Cause I feel like I need finances. Like God got me. You know, I'm still going to take a job. It ain't like I'm refusing to work, but I'm asking God, show me up other opportunities to where like I can still get up and have some type of joy. Because if I have to do this every day, I ain't going to have no enthusiasm coming to work. And I don't I don't believe God is a, a cruel God to make me, you know, hate what I do every day, even when I'm in transition and I'm not in my ideal position. I don't have that belief and I have not for a long time when it comes to work. Now, if God can help me with my belief on that when it comes to these other areas. But when it came to my career, I've never I've never believed that about work. So, yeah, I don't take on jobs that I feel like I got to take to make money or like I got to, you know, just do it and suck it up. And if that's an area for you where you feel like you do hate your job, then I encourage you to take this conversation and sit with it. Listen to this episode again and get the courage to start asking God, putting a demand on it like, hey, this is what you put on my heart. You know, this is what I really want to do. How can I make that transition? How can this be possible? And I'm willing to trust whatever you lead me to do now. I will say Regardless of where you are, not just with work or relationship, you asking God for a new way, you start asking for change, be ready for what you ask for. Because when you ask for change, you're asking for disruption in your life. You're asking for what you have known to be pulled up, to be uprooted, to be yanked out your life. Like a towel getting yanked out off you when you're getting out the shower. <laughs> like you got to be ready for that. And many of us, when when that yanking happens, when that disruption happens, we, of course, get frazzled and we try to hold tighter on to what we actually need to let go of. Or we run back to the patterns where no, instead of just staying still and like, OK. How can I get my footing while everything is shaking in order for me to at least slowly start walking forward? And that takes practice. Like I can look back over the past two and a half years and like, dang, what I'm living now or the friendships that fell off or the relationships that didn't work 
or the position and stuff that I'm in now. Whitley, you prayed about this. But dang sure when I was in it and the friendships was falling off, the relationships was falling off, the jobs and stuff weren't working out. I was like, God, you hate me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> for real, for real. And I, I be transparent. I thought that, like, what did I do? But I always had to remind myself of what I prayed for. And so to this day, I'm very, very grieving. That is this moment as I reflect on that. I'm, I'm, I'm dang grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful for the prayers I have prayed. Because ain't nobody who has left my life, no relationship that has went awry or anything like that, that I feel like didn't need to, to go through that season. And has given me the perspective, the love for myself, the the ability to stand on my own two feet, the wisdom I've gained from that. Man, I wouldn't trade where I'm at, who I am, who I'm becoming for nothing. I wouldn't change a thing. So this conversation, even today, I feel like I'm 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 asking for something else. And this is the message God has given me. So I'm sharing it with y'all like. It's time to do a new thing. So you got to let go of, of how you used to get in there because it's not going to work in this season. And that that's scary, man. It's scary, man, because like I said, I, I had already planned for 2032 at this point. <laughs> so I love y'all so much. Um, if you want to reach out to me, my Instagram is Wondering Whitley. I also have Wit With Hooray as my personal page, The Feminine Arts Academy on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Arts Feminine on Twitter. And then you can visit my website at WhitleyNGreen.com. My contact information is there. And also my blog, if you enjoy reading, I have some pretty good articles on there to support the messages that I have here. And just remember, y'all, get in alignment and receive your assignment. I love you so very much. Talk to you soon.